0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 133 of the Glenn Thinks Stuff podcast. That's a lot of episodes, man. That's a pretty big backlog if you want to go through it and get to know me more. Get to know me better, man. But uh, but anyway, how you guys doing? You doing all right? It's the Christmas season. And to, uh, to kick off the Christmas season, I thought that what I would do is I would ask for some, some Christmas quotes from everybody. And so what I did is I went on my Twitter and I asked, like, give me your best Christmas quote from, um, your favorite, like your favorite Christmas quotes. And I just did this like last night and, um, last night or yesterday sometime. And so I got a few that I'm going to read you. Um, here from my Twitter page. I don't have a whole lot. Justin gave me a couple. Um, Justin from Twitter, he was formerly um, did the channel serving podcast. The good, Great dude. I love this dude. He's pretty awesome. Um, but he gave me one that I've never heard before and it said, first things first Garfield. You can't open your presents on an empty stomach. Here, at your bre- Here are your breakfast lasagnas. You may eat your way to the tree. And that is from the Garfield Christmas special, which I've never seen. But I grew up on Garfield. I remember a friend of mine had a bunch. They were really into Garfield. They had all the Garfield, like uh, like the comic books. But the, you bought them from the bookstore. They're like Garfield books that were smaller, kind of rectangle shape. So I'm really familiar with, uh, with Garfield. And then uh, Bumpuses, which I don't know, from Christmas Story. It said it's from the Christmas Story. Bumpuses. I don't know what that, what part is that? Let me Google that real quick. Maybe it'll come up. Let's see. Bumpuses. Let's see. Bumpuses. Is it something to do with the dogs? Is it something to do with the dogs and the. Christmas Story? Let's see. I don't know. I'll have to... Oh, here it is. Let's see, in the Urban Dictionary. Let's see. Sons of bitches, bumpuses! exclaimed by the old man in the scene from a classic movie, A Christmas Story, where the bumpuses' dogs... Eat the Christmas turkey. Oh, it's the, uh, it's like the name. I guess it's the name of the people whose dogs it was. So that's what that means. See, you learn something new every day. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Uh, from Home Alone. That's a classic. What is that? From Angels with Filthy Souls on Home Alone. So those, thank you. Um, thank you, Justin, for those. Um, Mr. Positive, Mr. Positivity. Wolfie T from Twitter. Um the kid from what is it? Jingle all the way. He knows my name. So uh that's that's a that's a good one. Uh I guess <laughs> I guess that's a good one. You feel bad laughing at that kid. All right, and then uh Misfits and Mystery Podcast, um Howdy Ho. And it has like the See, I think this is from South Park and it's the, is there some kind of Christmas poo or something on there with a Santa Claus hat and it says Heidi Ho or Howdy Ho. I said Heidi Ho. It's Howdy Ho. I don't know, man. I don't know about South Park. I've never really watched that. I don't think I've ever watched a whole episode of South Park. So I guess there's like a piece of poo that uh, talks. And I think I've heard people talk about the talking Christmas poo. So maybe that is. Maybe that's it. So thank you, Misfits and Mysteries Podcast. Um let's see. The next one is Tom Hanks Defense Force. Um wrote No Man is a Failure Who Has Friends. And uh and so that's from It's a Wonderful Life. Um, so that's a good one. That's a real good one. That's like that's like a classic one. But, um, but I don't know. One of my favorite, my favorite Christmas movie is the Santa Claus. And, you know, when Charlie wants, uh, old whiny Charlie wants his dad to put on the pants to become, like, to Santa's outfit. Well, I don't think he knew he would become Santa Claus, but he wants his dad, because, uh... Scott Calvin's sitting there in his underwear, and he's like, ah, come on, Charlie. You know, we need to get out of here. And he's like, put on the outfit, Dad, because it's like the things that put on the out, the cards that put on the outfit, the reindeer will know what to do. And Tim Allen's putting it on, and he's like, you never know where this thing's been. A thousand malls. Like, that's hilarious. There's so many... There's so many quotable moments from the first Santa Claus movie. If you don't, I mean, in a lot of Christmas movies, a lot of movies you watch over and over again, you're going to be like, well, there's a lot of quotable moments on this one too, Glenn. But I'm telling you, man, the Santa Claus, he, there's so many, there's so many comments on there. Yeah. Like after he ate all the, he said he got stung by a bee and, you know, he swole all up and, and all his clothes got burnt up or something at, a, at the dry cleaners. And uh, and then he ordered all that food at the office lunch. He ate all that food. And his partner looked over him and said, a bee sting, Scott. And he said, it was a big bee. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's so many funny little things like that that I almost feel like were ad lib because that's stuff that only Tim Allen could come up like, his sarcastic... That's the only stuff that he could come up with, you know? So those are just a few. Thank you to everybody that, uh... Thank you to everybody that submitted. If you submit more, like, I'll probably do this again. I love Christmas quotes. I have did it on podcast past. Um, but, you know, that's just something. The Christmas movies are fun, man. I started watching Noel, the one about, uh about Santa's daughter that became Santa Claus because the son just was a screw-up and wasn't good at it at all. But, uh, I started watching that again last night, and that's a pretty good movie. But, and I finished The Christmas Chronicles 2 with Kurt Russell, and I almost feel like The Christmas Chronicles Part 2 was better than the first one. You know, after watching both of them, the first one was good, but Part 2 was like, a lot of it was in the North Pole, and so I really dug that. And, uh... And so it was really I don't know it kind of it kind of sold me a little bit more on Kurt Russell as Santa Claus because I didn't know how to feel about it. It's like when I first watched it with the leather, red leather jacket, you know, coat for Santa Claus and went off fat. I was just like I don't know about this Kurt Russell, but after seeing part two, you know, I think he pulled it off. It's good stuff. You should check it out. But um, but anyway, usually. Uh, This time of year, I remind everybody, like, please, like, if you're out shopping, be careful. And, I mean, I try to do as much as I can online now, but people that work customer service at this time of year are not having the best time, you know, right now. And so just please be patient, you know, because nothing sucks more than people that come in at Christmas and they they waited to the last minute and they're rushed and they're stressed and they got a lot going on and they take it out on the people that work, you know, in these places because there's a lot of people and you know, life is not awesome. I worked in a big box, like a big box, uh, electronics store part time. And I've worked, uh, in a, like a sporting goods store part time during the holidays and man, it's not, it's not a cakewalk. Like Black Fridays, like I've done probably five or six Black Fridays and that's not, that is not fun at all. And, uh, and I mean, like people forget, these people don't make a hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah. You know? That's what I, the, that's what you got to remind yourself of. Like when someone gets like you know, they don't get to you as fast as they should or whatever. Like, you just got to remember that, man. That's kind of like, it's kind of like you treat these people like servants. It's like, well, I've never had servants, but, you know, I'm going to treat this person like they're not even, like they work for me, which technically I guess that they do. But I mean, there's people in, I mean, if somebody comes to your house and they're like a business owner And they're doing something for you i can see where you could get like you actually are working for me specifically just for me right now but i can't stand to see people who show out when it's just like this person's trying to wait on 10 different people this person has contact with 100 people a day and this how you treat them this how you treat them it's the same thing with teachers like I I try to be careful and I try to to uh really respect my kids' teachers because I know that they're not making, you know, a million dollars a year, which I think teachers should make more than anybody. And because of what because they have to put up with all of our kids at one time. <laughs> Everybody, it takes a special person to be able to put up Without, you know, and you might be like, well, my kid's an angel. Well, first of all, you're probably in denial a little bit. And even if they are angel, ain't everybody else's kid's angels, I'll tell you that much. But I mean, like, all the parents just bombarding these. Think about that. You have, If you have 30 kids in a class, then you have, like, I don't know, 30 to 60 parents that you have to deal with. And so that's just like, I don't know, man. God bless them people. But just please be patient with the uh, with the customer service people because they're just like, that ain't maybe. I mean, some people, that's what they love to do. They love working with the public. But I just know after doing, I didn't mind talking to people. I didn't mind helping people. But, I mean, when people would treat you bad because, because of something like if you were out of stock or something and they get mad at you, like, it ain't my fault. What do you want me to do? And I, that's what you want to say, but you ain't allowed to say that. But uh, but anyway, so I have a pretty good show for you today. I actually am having my first giveaway, uh, which you will hear the details of shortly. So that's exciting. Please uh, feel free to jump on board and enter in my drawing, in my December Christmas drawing. I don't know. Maybe I'll do more of these. So, uh, so anyway, let's just get into the show. Like for the last few years, ever since Ralphie Mae died, I've been going back every year and I'll download my favorite uh, Ralphie Mae like podcast appearances that he made and i listen to him because like I don't like the, like I don't like the thought of forgetting people, you know, because I've had a few friends pass away and I don't like uh, you know life goes on. you know, you carry on in life. but I really don't like the idea of like forgetting about people. And uh, it's just something, like, I, I want to remember, like, the impact that, that my friends had on my life, you know. And, um, like, things we shared together, times we laughed together, and stuff like that. And uh, so every year I like to go back, because I think not only was Ralphie Mae hilarious, you know, on the stage as a stand-up comedian, just he had a heart of gold. And the stories that people told after his death of just stuff that he quietly did to help out people, to help people out. Like, it's just like, I mean, man, that, that guy, he was a stand-up guy. Uh, he'd give you the shirt off his back. It'd probably be too big. <laughs> It'd probably be too big. But uh, something else that I like about podcasts is, like, you're not, these people aren't always on. You know what I mean? When, when you watch a stand-up comedian on stage... They're on, you know, that's the, that's their best, you know, but then when you, then when you listen to somebody on a podcast, you get to hear the real person, you know, you get to hear the real person and you're not always laughing like on my podcast, like you're never laughing, (laughs) but, uh, but I mean, so I've been going back and listening to a lot of Ralphie May and it's kind of like, it's really sad to me the way that he died. Because uh, I think he he wasn't even through his divorce yet. And it was a real ugly divorce. And uh, he'd been with his wife, like, I think 15 years. And they had two kids. And it was just heartbreaking because I heard a podcast. I think it was Tom Rhodes, which I've never listened to his podcast before. I just uh, found Ralphie as a guest on Tom Rhodes' podcast. And he was talking about going through the divorce and his wife not letting him see his kids and that was just heartbreaking to me because because he talked constantly about his kids and how much he loved his kids and i mean you know divorce isn't a nice thing divorce isn't a pretty thing you know a lot of times yeah i'm divorced yeah you know, i don't talk about it on this podcast a whole lot but i mean it is it, it's just something that happens in life you know and it's not always Part of it, it's just kind of a weird thing, man. It's kind of like going through a death because you're not the person that you were before, I don't think. I think that you kind of lose that part of yourself because if you were married to somebody and then, you know, for a lot of years and then you're divorced, that's not not who you are anymore. You're not that person anymore um That you were before, you know, but the result is good the result, you know, because everybody everybody's got to live their own life, right? So, you know, it's it's good to uh, it's good to make peace with yourself and move on with your life because I think everybody's happier at the end of a lot of these kind of things. It just kind of bummed me out man about Ralphie May that he didn't get to to experience that he didn't get to get to that other side of that. And I know the guy had demons, and I actually found, like, uh, a podcast that he did with his wife called The Perfect Ten Podcast. Because standing together, they look like the number ten. And uh, I knew that they had done a podcast, but I just never, like, looked deep enough into it to find out where it was and everything. But I did. I found it and I started listening to it this week. And it's kind of hard for me to listen to her. It's kind of hard for me to listen to her, man. But, I mean, it's it's good. It's all good. Because I know there's two sides to every story. And, I mean, but, I mean, I'm going side with Ralphie. I just am. Because I don't like... I've heard her do a lot of... And I'm not just trying to slam Lana Turner. But I've heard her do a lot of uh, interviews. Like, since his death. and And I've heard her... Like she did that that uh what's eating Ralphie Mae, she she released that like documentary about about him and it, like I won't watch it, but I mean to me it's like let the man rest in peace. You know what I mean? Like let people remember him for what he was and and you don't need to come out and be talking about all those demons and stuff. And people might be like, Well, she's just wearing she's just raising awareness, Glenn. But I mean let the man he <laughs> himself. He, we don't even know if everything that's being said is true. <laughs> you know, But I do love Ralphie Mae. I love Ralphie May and uh and some of my favorite podcast appearance appearances that he was on was he was on the early days, I think back in maybe 2012, of Ari Shafir's Skeptic Tank. And uh, and he did two episodes like a part A and a part B. And it's called Ralphie Mae Fat is the name of it, if you look it up and want to hear it. But I just love Ralphie. And I say all that to say all this. It's December. It's the season of giving. And so I want to do something that I've never done on the Glenn Thanks to Podcast. I was just listening to all this Ralphie stuff. I was like, man, I would like other people to to hear this too like to experience if they've never seen ralphie may as a stand-up or they've just seen little bits and pieces man i want to give you the opportunity to see more right so we're going to do a ralphie may dvd giveaway and i'm going to do a drawing on my podcast first one ever i might do more of these you know why not i don't make any money for doing this podcast so why not lose money (laughs) Why not not lose money, is what I say. But it's December. It's Christmas time, man. It's Hanukkah time, man. So, um, well, I'm not Jew. I'm not a Jew. But, I mean, if you're a Jew, I want to be able to to say, I mean, Hanukkah's like the Jew Christmas, isn't it? (laughs) But, uh, so, or Kwanzaa. There's Kwanzaa, too. Can't forget that. So, uh. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm gonna on the next episode of Glenn Think Stuff, I am going to put a bunch of names in a hat, and I'm going to draw a name out, and then I'm going to announce who won the Ralphie Mae DVD, stand-up DVD, and you can send me your shipping information, and I'll mail it to you. Like, I'll ship it to you, like, immediately, as soon as I have my hands on it, um... So you can enter, actually, I'm going to give you a few ways to enter, all right? You can enter by emailing me at glenthinkstuff at yahoo.com. You just say, I want to be in the, you know, the drawing for the Ralph and May DVD. You can just, like, put that in the topic and the subject. You can be, like, uh, you can be, like, drawing. And then just... Give me your name and I'll write on a little piece of paper. I'll physically drop it into a hat. It's going to be a hat. It's going to be like one of my sweaty hats. Or you can DM me on Twitter, right? Or when I post this podcast, when this podcast comes out, I'll I'll put like a, there'll be a post on Twitter and you can just comment under it, like your name and, you know, you want to enter the drawing and that'll be that. And I'll I'll put all the names in a hat. And the next Glenn Thanks to Podcast, we're going to have our first drawing. I did do a drawing. Remember when I did, like if you're new, you don't remember this, but I made up like a Dawson's Creek podcast as a joke just because I said it one day joking. And people said I wouldn't like, oh, that's rich, real rich, Glenn. And I was like, well, I want to make them all liars. (laughs) (laughs) So I did it. And I did a drawing on that one for like a little... Dawson's Creek bobblehead or one of those little dolls, the bug-eyed dolls, you know, that people collect, you know, that the nerds connect, collect, but, uh, but anyway, so that's exciting. So if you want to be in the Ralphie Mae DVD drawing, you can, uh, you can just hit me up and we'll get you hooked up. But, um, Let's talk about sports a little bit. I saw I saw some clips last night from where the Eagles played Green Bay and the Eagles, you know, ended up losing to Green Bay. And I'm not I don't follow NFL, but uh but Jalen Hurts is like the backup quarterback on the Eagles and he actually got his first touchdown yesterday cuz they benched the Eagles benched uh Carson Wentz and uh and then Jalen came out and blew it up, man. He was killing it. He was like, I don't know, man. He looked really good from everything that I saw, from everything that I read. I watched clips. I read a little bit about it. And, man, that Carson Wentz better look out. You yeah. know, Jalen coming for your job, buddy. But uh, but I love to see that kid. I like to see that kid succeed. I've, I've enjoyed watching him ever since Alabama dumped on him. And, uh, you know, he screwed up one time, and they pulled him out and put in – to uh Tugalioya. is that his name? Tuggle blah blah I can never say his name, Tugalioya? <laughs> I don't even know. But he's down in Miami now. But then Jalen uh, Jalen's, and with the Eagles, and um, and so I love to see that kid succeed, man. I just feel good for him. I, he's somebody that does deserves you know deserves a quarterback job and mayweather it came out yesterday that uh that Jake Paul and Mayweather are going to fight February 20th right February 20th Jake Paul is going to fight the champ how I did, I kind of don't I kind of don't get that like I don't know maybe it gives like uh Maybe it'll give Jake Paul some notoriety, you know, but he's just a YouTube kid. He's the kid that went into the um, Aokigahara, like I talked about on the last podcast when I was talking about Tyson, um, the Tyson fight I was talking about because Jake Paul fought. Like, he went into the suicide forest in Japan and, and, you know, was kind of making a mockery of it. They should do that fight in Aokigahara. They should actually set up a ring. Coming from El (laughs) Kigahara, That would be a fitting place for Jake Paul. I I just want to see him get knocked out, right? I just want to see him get knocked out. And I actually read something. um, I read something funny about Mayweather yesterday. I don't know if it's true, but it said that 50 Cent once challenged Floyd Mayweather to read one full page of a Harry Potter book out loud without messing up. If successfully completed, 50 Cent agreed to donate 750000 to a charity of Floyd's choice. Mayweather declined. <laughs> so, I just read that. I don't know if it's true. That might not even be true. But, uh, but it's funny. I'm not going to look it up because I want it. I want it to be true, man. Like, I want it to be true. It's like, dude, you can't even read the page of a book. Well, if you have that kind of money, if you have Floyd Mayweather money, I guess it really doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like if you're that, if you're that, if you're that guy that like the champ, what what does he have like forty fights that he hasn't lost? Yeah, like that's just that's just insane, man. That's just insane that uh, that you could get by with being you know, and they say that you have to study hard in school. Yeah. You know? My parents were like, when I was young, and I know I've said on the podcast before, my parents would get on to me about schoolwork, and they'd be like, you're going to be a garbage man if you don't, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I thought the garbage men were pretty awesome because they got to stand. See, I always had to ride in the station wagon and have my seatbelt on and, you know, be sitting there. But these guys got to stand on the back of a truck that was going down the road. And that was like, that was fine with me at that point. You told me at that age that I'd be a garbage man? It's like, I always wanted to be a garbage man. You know, you get to stand on the back and just jump off when the truck's still moving a little bit. That looked pretty awesome to me. But anyway, anyway, something else that I was, uh, that I was thinking about this week is I saw something about, you know, because there's a lot of talk. There's a lot of talk about this new vaccine um, that's coming out. There's a lot of anticipation surrounding this vaccine. And, uh, you know, I'll get it. When it comes around, I'll get it. But, I mean, a lot of people are freaked out. Like, a lot of people are like, I'm not going to get it. A conspiracy. And, uh, which I'm like the biggest, I'm a huge conspiracy theorist. Right. And uh, but I mean, I'll get the vaccine just because like, I mean, I just will. It don't even matter. But anyway, um, I saw something about when the polio vaccine, the U.S. wanted a lot of people to get the polio vaccine. So Elvis Presley, um, Elvis Presley got it like on, like publicly. So it would take some of the fear away and more people would get it. And after he did that, like a lot of people ended up getting, it. I forgot the exact, you know, I, I forgot the exact percentage because I have the brain of a garbage man. <laughs> but, but, um, I was thinking, wouldn't that be awesome? You know, if, you know, for the, for the COVID vaccine, uh, campaign, what if Elvis just showed back up? Like, what if Elvis just showed back up and was like, how you doing, baby? You need to get this vaccine. Like, what if he just came and he was like, oh, yeah, I've been hiding for years. And then he just came back and got the vaccine in front of a lot of people. Do you know how, like, our heads would explode? But it's 2020. It's 2020, so, like, it wouldn't, like, it would not be the most shocking thing, right? It wouldn't be the most shocking thing. If they're like, Elvis is here and he's getting the COVID vaccine, you know, that would be the best. I, I love the king. To me, like, this is, and you can say, Glenn, you're stupid, you know, but there's a lot of evidence that points to him still being around. And just for me, just for me, I like to, like, for my little truth, because everybody has their own truth, you know? And you could be like, no, Glenn, there is universal truth and, you know, some people might be like, you know, there are some truths that are just, you know, that's the way that it is. But, I mean, let's face it, man. Everybody has their own set of truths. Everybody does. Because even if you say, I believe the same thing as this guy over here, you both have your own personal experiences in life. You both have your own interpretations of something in your head. And no two things are going to look the exact are exactly alike. To, to two different people looking at them because you're always going to see something like everything that you see or hear or experience in life, you hear from a different angle or you see from a different angle or you experience from a different angle because of all the life experiences that you've had prior to said event. And so in my little world, I like to just believe that the king is out there somewhere. You yeah? know? It's not something... That would bring harm to me if it weren't true. Yeah. If it it turned out not to be true. But there's nobody that can really prove that it ain't true. Yeah. That he ain't somewhere out there. And you're not going to convince me that he's not. Because he could be. And I like to think that he is. So if he shows back up, I'm going to have a little smirk on my face while all y'all's jaws are on the floor. I'll be like, I told you, the king's still alive, see? Glenn thinks the podcast. Well, I would say you heard it here first, but a lot of people believe it. I'm not the only one, but I'm not the only one. It's John Lennon's dead. I believe that. I believe, I, believe, I believe John Lennon's dead, and I'm all right with that. I'd rather the king be alive because the king didn't get, like, I don't know. The king seemed more approachable than John Lennon. John Lennon, half the time, he's naked with the Ono. Like, I did, we're having a we're having a sleep in for peace. What's a sleep in for peace? What's that? That's just, just being lazy. That's just like being lazy. Like, you don't want to protest. We're having a sleep in for peace. I have one of them every Saturday, buddy. But, uh, anyway... I mean, I'm not glad that John Lennon's dead. I'm just saying I'd like to believe that Elvis is out there somewhere, man. That's all I'm saying. That is all I'm saying. So, um, let's see. <clears throat> what else do I have on my list? Dude, I have so much random stuff on my list. Let's see. Ba-ba-ba. ba da ba Oh, if I was a murderer. I was thinking about that maybe a couple weeks ago i was thinking about if i was a murderer what kind of murderer would i be right not that i want to be a murderer yeah not that i want to be a murderer but if i was to be a murderer what kind of murderer would i be and i think that a lot of people i think that some like the the crazy people like if you listen to true crime podcasts like to be to be a successful murderer you've got to be able to live with yourself after you murder somebody. And I think that that's the trick. Like, a lot of these people are, like, out of their minds. They have uh, different mental issues. So it's like it doesn't bother them to be a murderer. But I was just thinking, like, if I was a murderer, like, what kind of murderer would I be? And I like to think that I would be, like, kind of a happy-go-lucky murderer, you know? And I like to think, like, do you know how... A lot of people get caught doing stuff because they're looking sketchy, you know, or they get sloppy. Like, you would have to be if I was a murderer, I would have to be like meticulous, you know, which I'm not. So I wouldn't make a good murderer. You know, my my fingerprints would get left, you know. Like if I was wiping something off that I touched, you know, that I bludgeoned somebody with. You remember on uh you remember on Sons of Anarchy when Jax that prison guard that let Opie die—you remember when they went to his house, and he bludgeoned Jacks, bludgeoned that uh prison guard with a like a snow globe, like he just bludgeoned him with it. Like if I was, if I was in that situation, I would pick up the snow globe probably on the bottom and hold the bottom of it while I wiped it off. You know, so I'd leave my fingerprints all over the bottom of it while I was wiping off the top of it. That's just the kind of murderer, you know, that I would probably be. So I wouldn't make a good one. But I think that a lot of people mess up because they they kind of blow their cover. Like, they they, they, uh, they, blow their cover by looking sketchy, you know. And you always got to act like none's going on. Like, you always got to do stuff out in the open. Like, I'm not saying just murder somebody completely out in the open, but I'm saying you can't be, you can't be acting all nervous and all sketchy. And I think that, I don't know. I think that if I was a murderer, if people were bad, like Dexter, see Dexter kind of got off on it. You know what I mean? Like he had to do it. There was something in him that, that like that made him do it. And he just found like a way to justify what he was doing you know like these are all bad people but i mean if i was a murderer i think that that would be kind of what i would have to do like not dexter not like this big elaborate thing like him but i mean i think that if it was bad people i think that it would be all right i think that you would well it wouldn't be all right because it's not all right to murder it's never all right to murder but it would be like if i was a murderer I think that maybe, like bad people, that would be like uh. That would be, maybe you could live with that, but see, I don't even think like that. It's hard to like when you when you watch those shows about murders, like of serial killers, you're just like, what goes through their head, you yeah? know? And you try like, so many people, and this is the this is the thing. This is the thing that really amazes me is uh is people that are trying to figure out, you know what goes through a serial killer's head like you don't know what go- a rational person it's like a rational person can't think like that, doesn't think like that. So why well, I mean you can't you can't figure that out. Are you crazy? But I mean a lot of people do. And I guess I guess the people like homicide detectives and stuff like that, it's their job to like look for patterns and this is the way that a psychotic person thinks. I guess, you know, it's it's like I guess that's kinda their job to figure that out. But I just don't I mean, I mean I can't even fathom fathom it, you know. But if I was a little bit off in the head You know, and if I was a murderer, I think that, I don't know, I just don't see myself being a good one just because I'm so laid back, you know, and you can't kind of kill somebody, you know, you got to like go through with it. And it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work that you don't even get paid for because it's kind of recreational. I mean, not to make light of it, but murdering people is kind of a recreational thing because you don't get paid for it. It's like... It's kind of like their hobby. It's kind of like collecting stamps. Yeah? You know? But, I mean, I don't know. It's just like too much work for something you don't get paid for. It's a... It's a... Maybe... It's a, I don't know. It's an expensive, time-consuming hobby. Why don't you... And, I mean, you really don't get anything from it. Except from the satisfaction that you murder people. But, I mean, you could plant a garden... That is, like, something you could do instead of murder someone. You could plant a garden, yeah? You could, like, you could start grooming horses, yeah? You could do stuff you could make, do woodworking. There's tons of stuff that you could do besides murdering people where you would actually get something out of it, yeah? Just the satisfaction of watching someone, the life leave somebody's eyes. I mean, I guess you'd be missing out on that, but... I mean I mean, come on now. But uh boy, that's a good topic for Christmas. This is Glenn's Christmas podcast, what are you talk about? Just watching the life leave someone's life. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't think I'd be a good murderer. I was trying to think about it. Like if I if I was, you know, would I be a good one? What how what, what would I do? And it turns out that I wouldn't be very good at all. But uh anyway, so uh, something else that's been going on is I've been uh, I've been dibble-dabbling dibble, a little bit on dating apps uh, lately. And man, what, what a mess, man. It's like looking for a needle in a haystack. And there's so much crazy stuff. Like I don't even respond to 95% of the messages that come my way like I don't even respond like I'll go ahead and tell you like that's just it's just not no thank you but uh but anyway like I was talking to one woman I think last week yeah it was last week and I mean we had just started she had sent me a message like hey how you doing and I'm like hey how you doing and within I mean within probably 30 minutes of of meeting this person that I've never met before in my life, she was like, well, <laughs> well, I was in therapy for sex addiction and I was just like, it just came out of nowhere, you know? And the younger Glenn, the dumb Glenn, the Glenn from years ago would have been like, well, you just met everything that I'm looking, you met my, what I'm looking for in a partner. <laughs> <laughs> you've had you have the quality that I'm but I mean now I'm just kind of like uh, this is you're insane like you're crazy because anybody that would admit that to me like within 30 minutes to an hour of just meeting me you don't even know me and I didn't even say anything like we, there was no kind of sexual talk or I mean it was just like boom it was like I like ham well I was in therapy for sex addiction it was just like, well, there you go. That did it. Yeah. Because a lot of times I go into it with the mentality of, what's wrong with this person? Let's play a little game called What's Wrong with This Person. It's just crazy. I don't know my way, like I don't know how to navigate my way through through uh like these sites really well. So like there was this one, there was this one uh somebody's name popped up on my phone and, uh, and like I hit the, I clicked on it, right? I clicked on, I was like, what's going on with this? And I clicked on it and it was like a FaceTime, like types, sh- <laughs> it was a FaceTime thing. It was just a name. It was like a, it was like a live stream to this person. And, uh, and like when I clicked on it, went to it and I panicked And it was, like, this old lady with, like, a smoker's voice and, like, a mullet-looking thing. And she was, like, "Glan," And I was, like, oh, God. And I just covered the camera real quick and was, like, exit, exit, exit. uh, I was just, like, God, I don't even know how all this technology works. Like, all this new-fangled technology worse. Like I dating is, it's just so different, man. And it's so complicated. I mean, you got, you got, uh, you got the people that are divorced, you know, then you got the people that are never married. And then you got the people that are looking for flings. And then you got the gold diggers. And then you got like the desperate people. And there's just so much to, to weed through, man. And you never know, like, you never know. I know I have baggage. Like, everybody has baggage, man. That's something else. When you're older, you got baggage. When you're younger, you got baggage. But when you're older, you got baggage. And a lot of people that are my age are like, this is the way I've been living my life. This is what I've been doing. So, more or less, you're looking for somebody to jive with. Like, my... I want my baggage to be able to be compatible with your baggage. It's just more complicated, man. It's more complicated and there's a lot of work. There's a lot of work involved in this stuff, man. But it's just it's just crazy. It's a crazy... It's just a crazy thing that the way... Because that's how you got to meet people now. That's how you meet people, you know? I guess it's not the way you have to meet people, but it's a really easy way to meet people. You know, where you can be... Like, you can be busy all the time. I see the value in it. You can, like, be busy all the time doing what you want to do and still meet a bunch of people. You know, so that's cool. But, I mean, there is, like, a there is there is something that is off about it because you just, like, I mean, like, me getting on FaceTime by accident with that crazy, Glenn! I was like, man, I, I don't know if I'll ever forget that sound. I was just like, oh dear god (laughs) what have i done but uh but anyway so uh so that happened to me but i mean it's not it's not everybody's just like there's no i guess i shouldn't make fun of people you know but i just do i just do man people make fun of me i'm sure i'm sure i give them plenty of, of things about me to make fun of me about especially doing this podcast you know um But I mean, it's just everybody's connected. Like everybody's just so into technology and like so a lot. You can grocery shop, you know, on your phone, you can meet your, your, your future spouse on your phone you can do your taxes on your phone like everything's there that's how you connect with every you stay connected that way it's just weird i saw something this week i read a headline i didn't read the article because i don't care that much and you know like i've talked about like that's how i get a lot of my news i read the headlines and then like that's what everybody does i feel like i feel like I read some articles, but for the majority, I scan through the headlines, and I'm like, oh, that's what this means. And I just assume the rest. I read the headline, and then I just assume the rest of the story. But this headline was pretty self-explanatory. It said, woman filming herself dancing on TikTok captures the moment intruder allegedly breaks into her home. Wouldn't that be crazy if you're sitting there dancing like an idiot and making a TikTok video and somebody like smashes the, you know, smashes through the window behind you or kicks in the door and you're sitting there doing a stupid dance, that would be hilarious. I wonder what the worst stuff, because a lot of people, like I was thinking about like the moms that probably neglected their kids and their kids got hurt because they're in there dancing to TikTok you know, it's the new TikTok dance, I have to do it, I have to do the TikTok dance, and their are kids in there, like, playing with matches, yeah, or running into the wall, and the mom's sitting there going, and then, like, I was thinking about, like, somebody doing a TikTok dance and their spouse just having a heart attack in the background and falling down. You know, during it, that's, there's been a lot of bad stuff that probably, that's probably happened. Like people's houses being on fire and they don't know it. And they're in the other room just dancing, making their little video to put up on the talk. But, uh, yeah, so that's a headline that or a headline that I read this week that I thought was good. I don't know what else to say about it. I just never, I mean, I downloaded it for a while. I downloaded TikTok and it just seemed to be a time suck. You know, it seemed to be a big time suck. And it just seemed like, what's the point of this? It's just like, because people annoy me, as you know. And then I figured out like, this ain't for me. This ain't, they're not like, oh, let me, this is for 39 year old men. Even though there are 39 year old and older men on there. Like, it's just, I just, I was just like, this isn't my, this isn't my thing. This isn't for me. I'm not supposed to enjoy this because it's not for me. But uh, but anyway, that's, all, that's about all I got to say today. Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Not a whole long, crazy podcast. But I start my allergy shots today. That's actually where I'm headed today. I start my allergy shots. Hopefully I can get some of this under wraps. Like under some of my allergy stuff, I can get under control, not under wraps. I can get under control, you know, so I don't got the snot, snotting going on all the time and the sniffling and the sneezing, but, uh, but anyway, so I'm starting that, so that's so exciting, but, uh, <laughs> but anyway, if you want to like be in on the contest, man, for the Ralphie May DVD, you should like totally hit me up, email me, at com. Twitter at Glenn think stuff you can find me there and uh enter man enter and I'll put your name in the hat and, and I, as soon as you as soon as I announce the winner, you send me your mailing information and I'll ship it the day I get that. I'll ship it to you but uh I'm not sure which one yet. I looked There's several. I looked uh, I looked in there several of them and i mean he's always hilarious. Ralphie May's always hilarious. If you're into clean comedy, might not be your deal, but uh but it's really good stuff. It's really funny stuff. So uh so there you go. But uh that's really all i got. Thank you all for listening. I hope that everybody's staying safe and i'll talk to you next week. Peace out. <laughs>